Well, hello, Joe. How are you? It's fine. How are you doing, Rob? Oh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I, I appreciate you looking up the stuff and, and giving me a call. Yeah, it was harder than I thought. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. So what was the what was the challenging part? Uh, well, you know, the, the, you know what I uh, chose to investigate, what, what, you know, what you're talking about, Psalms uh, 78, uh, 9, I guess, where it talks about the men of Ephraim, um, where they were armed with bows to turn back on the day of battle, uh, said they did not keep God's covenant, and they refused to live by his law. So I guess the question, if I recall it correctly, was uh, who is Ephraim? Um, that part's probably easy, but uh, put it in the context of that, I thought was uh, going to be simpler than it was. Uh, <laughs> but it wasn't yeah. so easy to figure out uh, where they were defeated when they were armed with bows, because I didn't really find a reference to that exactly, but uh, I have an idea. <laughs> okay. What is it? Well, you gave us some some framework, but let's uh, let's read uh, that scripture and then let's dive into what you found. How's that sound? Sure. Okay. So, how much do you think we need to read? Uh, I mean, well, what we were talking about mainly was Psalm seventy-eight. I mean, I have a lot of stuff, a lot of scriptures here. We don't have to read them all, but uh, yeah, Psalm seventy-eight. Um, We'll start at seven, I guess, is where they, they start talking about uh, then they would put their trust in God and would not forget his deeds, but would keep his commands. It said they would not be like their forefathers, a stubborn, rebellious generation whose heart were not loyal to God, whose spirits were not faithful to him. But then it goes in to talk about the men of Ephraim, though armed with bows, turned back on the day of battle and did not keep God's covenant and refused to live by his law. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, I think that's yeah. enough uh, context there to get into kind of what I found and 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 some perspective. I guess it seems as if yeah. Okay. Well, I'm I'm excited. So so, tell me what you found. So well, obviously the first step is figure out who is that from. So we go back to uh, Genesis and. Uh, Ephraim was the uh, youngest son of Joseph, which was actually chosen by his father Jacob to be the firstborn, mm. take the firstborn birthright, um, which means the younger was going to be greater than the, than the actual firstborn in in, uh, in the family line, I guess. So, mm-hmm. uh, which was, uh, I guess, very important back then. So. Oh sure. Now, was he born to Joseph in Egypt? I guess. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, they were both okay. born in Egypt. Mm-hmm. Okay, good, good. Yeah. So the younger takes the 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 premier spot, I guess. Yes, the head of the family. The blessing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's who he is. What else? What else can you tell us? So, I mean, historically, I mean, I guess we look back and see, well, why did he... he why did they say he was armed with bows? Well, the bow part, I didn't uh, find a, a whole lot about, I guess. But uh, it did talk about them being mighty warriors in many different scriptures. Um, mm. Some of the some of the study tools I use is the Logos, Logos software, and I tried a couple of the websites that we have there trying to figure out uh, where the battle was, doing a search through my 
my electronic Bible, but we also have the Logos software, so I was looking for that too. Yeah. Um, and uh, First Chronicles, it talks about uh, First Chronicles twelve thirty. It uh, refers to the minimum effort being uh, twenty eight thousand twenty eight, sorry twenty thousand eight hundred mighty warriors of strength mm-hmm. and famous men in the Father's house. So. Um, so obviously they were known to be uh, mighty warriors, and, and also in uh, in uh, Hosea uh, it talks about them being called on to help uh, de- defeat some of the enemies of the Gileadites um, a couple times. Uh, so so to get into kind of where they probably went wrong is. Uh, my assumption is is basically is when they went into the promised land, they were supposed to uh, drive out all mm-hmm. of the uh, inhabitants. But uh, there was a certain group of inhabitants that they did not drive out. And in one of the scriptures, you can see that is in Judges 1, 29, which uh, they didn't drive out all the Canaanites. Um, there was one town, I guess, uh, called Gezer that they, they, they allowed them to stay in. Um, of course, they were supposed to be slaves, but uh, it appears as if they were uh, definitely a bad influence on uh, the, the, uh, the, the, the Ephraim uh, tribe. Yeah. And what was that town name again? Gezer, G-E-Z-E-R. Okay. And Judges one twenty nine, it talks about that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's really interesting. And so, that town who were supposed to be supposed to be slaves, and I think they tricked them, right? They tricked the Israelites, lied to them, basically. Is that the the story behind that? Uh, I didn't look into that too much. Um, mm-hmm. About Caesar. Yeah, but I know that they they did drive out a lot of the Canaanites, but that particular one they they. Didn't and I don't think they were the only one of the twelve yeah. tribes that had that kind of issue that they didn't drive out all the inhabitants, but they made them yeah, slaves. Yeah. So that's right. But it was early free labor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, took their stuff instead of destroying it or whatever. But uh, yeah, okay. So so how, the um, so Ephraim Ephraim are they one of the tribes that. Uh, Ended up staying on the other side. Uh, I whenever, think correct. yeah, I think they ended up staying on the other side. Like half of Ephraim went, but not really half went to fight or something. I can't remember the what the story, but um, but that's interesting. This is this is the same Ephraim that we're talking about here, way earlier. Yeah, uh, and Hosea, and there's, there's a lot of detail about. Uh, about mm. how Ephraim went, went went awry and they turned to what well, talks about prostitution and mm-hmm. don't know if that was actual I think it was actual prostitution can't really it's kind of hard to tell because they mix in a lot of language about um, mm-hmm. I think it even starts in five about you know they stumbled in their sin about worshiping idols and even even child sacrifice human sacrifice yeah. or whatever oh, in, wow. in chapter thirteen so they really uh, yeah, got mixed up in, in, in the worshiping of other gods and whatnot. Yeah, wow. So mighty warriors and whatever battle, were you able to find out what the what 
Psalm 78 was talking about? Was it was it this conquest that we were? That particular battle, I could not find where they turned their back. Now I see did mm-hmm. see where they got defeated by uh, the Gideonites actually, but mm-hmm. uh, uh, it didn't say they turned their backs. But it did say that the Gideonites uh, did. Uh, I guess it was in uh, Judge, Judges 12. Um, I think it was, it was, yeah, they, they, they uh, Judges 12, 7, uh, was it 7, uh, something like that. It was in Judges 12 for sure. It was talking about how they, they defeated uh, thousands, many thousands of them. Um, maybe I'll find mm-hmm. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is the example in, in Psalm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. This is the example in Psalm 78, these Ephraims, Ephraims that um, said they would put their trust in God uh, and would keep his commandments, but uh, but they were not loyal to God, is what it says right before that. Spirits were not faithful to him. And so these are the people that we're talking about that this is given an example to. And then and then we go and read in Exodus and we're, you know, we're talking about Israel, you know. Um, we haven't, they haven't left Egypt yet, but, uh, but they're, this is, these are the people that wander around for 40 years. Yeah. And so it's really interesting that, uh, I mean, they're, they're the same people that forget too. They're the same people that say they'll be loyal and you know that stuff too. It's all like all in the family, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So, wow. Okay. Well, that's really interesting. I, I want to go read those other parts now. And uh, in First Chronicles, you mentioned in First Chronicles, where was that? Twelve thirty. Twelve. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's neat. Let's see, I'm gonna put some reference points so I can so I can jump back and forth and look at that. That's cool. Well did you did you find anything else? Uh that that's pretty much sums it up, I believe. Uh this mm-hmm. like I said, uh, I thought this on the surface was gonna be an easy one, but it wasn't an easy one. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. So but really interesting. It was interesting, yeah, to to, and, to learn uh, more about it. Yeah. You know, I certainly didn't tie it to Joseph, but, um, but, you know, and I mean, there's so many stories in the Bible where the, it's the second son, um, you know, rises above, I guess, the, the first son, but I guess yeah. they don't always turn, they're not always good endings. <laughs> no. <laughs> Ephraim is no. one of them. So. Yeah. All right. Well, Joe, you did it. Well done. Thank you, sir. Yeah, you're welcome. I appreciate it. Let's see. What else did I not ask you? We asked, you talked about your resources. You look on logos. So great. I think we're done, my friend. I'll see okay. you next Wednesday. Thanks, Joe.